Hey, how's it going? It's Robin Smith, and it's time for the Robin Smith Show for Sunday, November 27th, 2022. How's it going, everyone? What's going on? Happy belated Thanksgiving. Uh, did you have enough turkey and stuffing and stuff in your faces? <laughs> uh, what's your favorite dessert, by the way, for Thanksgiving? Or tofurkey for the vegetarians out there? You know. Uh, my mom makes this chocolate pecan pie. Uh, it got, I don't think I've told this on the podcast before, it got, it got first place in a, in a bake-off. I used my mom's recipe. Of course, her recipe called for some bullshit corn syrup, and I substituted that out for just plain old sugar, or, you know, I think it was just sugar. Man, oh man, chocolate pecan pie. That's where it's at. And then uh, any of you have the, the, the day or evening of the Thanksgiving meal where you take that turkey carcass and you boil it in some water? Oh, yeah, turkey bone soup. Oh, it's so good. So good. This year we had the, the I just put it in a slow cooker and just kind of left it on, you know, we doubled down and went to two different Thanksgiving events and, uh, yeah, just put it at, you know, put it on low and then got home that night. And it's like, all right, let's just set this thing to warm and just warm all night long. Um, yeah, I got to be honest with you guys. Uh, it's I'm bringing it's low energy. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. It's uh, I'm in a dark, hellish cave right now of the soul. Uh, welcome to the show. This, you know, uh, longtime fans, thanks for being here. If you're new, uh, this might not be representative of how the actual sh- <laughs> how all the other episodes are. Um, lots of suicidal fantasies is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay. Um, this is the, this is the kind of episode that is one of the reasons why I don't kind of cross over worlds, you know, uh, people who have, people who have like, are the, you know, founder of a group therapy practice and then they have a podcast and then they want to promote that podcast on their practice. Like, nah, even though like I'm all about destigmatizing, there's still just, there's still shit where this podcast, I, I, it horrifies me to imagine you know, current, former, potentially new clients, not of my own, but even my own, but like providers who work at the practice and listen to the owner talking about being suicidal. You know, I'm I'm not going to kill myself. Okay. I'm not going to kill myself. I'm just talking about the fantasies. All right. I have OCD. I have ADHD. I have trauma. I have all the stuff. Not really. This is just a big old pity party. Okay. It's a pity party. Oh, Okay, it's cold down here. I gotta, I gotta plow ahead. Oh, anyone watching the World Cup? Anyone watching the World Cup? Because it comes around once every four years, and apparently, the U.S. did better than we expected against England. Take that, you. Uh, what's the slur for English? I know for it's for us, it's Yankees. You damn Yankees, right? But for them, it's uh, you Redcoats. I don't know. Uh, I only got to watch from the 83rd minute of that game. And I saw that threatening header from, uh, what's his face, Harry Kane. Um, That could have ended it, you know. Uh, But apparently we might be going to the knockout round as long as we beat Iran on Tuesday, I want to say. 
Uh, at the time of the, this recording, I Germany and Spain have not played yet. I'd like to watch some of that game. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, enjoy it. Enjoy World Cup soccer. Uh, is there any other sports talk stuff? No, I don't think so. I think that's it. Um, by the way, I think one of the reasons why I'm so overwhelmed recently is physical therapy. I have re-entered physical therapy. I have gone to physical therapy for my right knee ever since my firstborn was born. Uh, I think, like, I came in the first time and they're like, what happened to your knee? And I'm like, I don't know. I just started putting my socks on one morning and it hurt. So it's like, you know, there's, it's a mystery injury, right? What I think happened was when my oldest was a baby... I'm carrying this extra baby weight. I'm carrying. I'm like holding her, and I'm squatting poorly, and I'm standing up from a, a poor posture squat or a poor form squat, right? And I think I just like mess something up in my knee. They they take me to PT. I do it. It doesn't. What happened? My computer's fucking up now. Problem report for photo analyst analysis D. Whatever the fuck that is. All right. Is this okay? Garage band still working. Sorry, folks. Sorry. Um. Anyway, I, I've, I'm in my third round, okay? I had an MRI. I uh, went all the way up to, like, the platelet-rich plasma stuff, and then it freaked my wife out when we read the paperwork. You know, I was kind of ambivalent. I'm like, I'll do whatever I can to get relief and heal this thing, but I didn't go through with it. And so then turns out, you know, I don't know, like a year and a half – or no, not even a year and a half. Like two and a half years later, it's like, all right, I, I really want to heal this knee. So I go back to the guy. He's like, well – we can do it, but we got to get you to PT first before we before we do it. I'm like, all right, so I'm back in PT, and um, I have the hamstrings of a guy who's been in a coma for the last 18 years of his life. <laughs> My hamstrings are so tight. Um, yeah, so you know when you're a lunatic like me and you overbook your calendar, and there's no room for PT, and then, but then you got to put PT in there, and then so just everything else kind of. That's why I'm in this dark cave. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm in a dark cave because I'm a lunatic. The OCD gets me to just obsess about all the ways in which I'm not being productive enough. The ADHD just fragments me to like make sure that I am not being productive. And uh, then the part that started this podcast is the one complaining at you right now. And all the way, also, by the way, I feel like I'm an old person complaining. Maybe I don't have the same kind of old energy, but uh, speaking of old people... Anyone get the new uh, iPhone update? It's like the uh, the the font. Your clock now. I'm looking at the clock. It's 140. This is like for grandparents. What did they do? Why did they do that? Is it for old people? Is it for young people? I don't get it. I don't get it. Did you all watch the Macy's Thanksgiving there Thanksgiving Day Parade? Uh, that Lion King performance was tremendous. It was excellent. It was supreme. And I'm so glad that my girls actually watched The Lion King. Now, they're little, so, you know, we fast-forwarded through the scary parts. But uh, they actually had, like, the cultural context for what was going on, you know, in New York City. Uh, it was great. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, so what else is there to talk about? I'm kind of all over the place. Um, there's uh, there's this guy. So, so oh, oh, so let me, t- so let me say this. Okay, so... Um, some of you may have remembered the, uh, the LASIK surgery story that I told on uh, Bianca Stevens episode. Uh, when you get LASIK surgery, you know, your eyes are a little traumatized and then, you know, you gotta have 
you got to rest them and they prescribe you like steroid eye drops and, and, uh, like preventative bacterial infection eye drops and stuff. Anyway, uh, my girls have pink eye and, uh, I'm at the pharmacy and they say something like, uh, polymixin. I'm like, polymixin. I, I recognize that. And I'm like, I think I already have this at home. Of course, my wife's not going to let me, you know, just because they're like, we don't have it here. You know, we can order it on Monday. I'm like, I got to get my fucking kids in school. I can't wait till Monday to start treating this thing. Uh, it turns out, you know, there's no pediatric polymix. It's all the same thing. So I did have it uh, from, you know, I'm one of those people where I love Mark Marin talks about this. Mark Marin talks about how, like, you have a drawer with a bunch of cables because you're like, you know, what am I going to do with the cables? I can't throw them away because I might need them one day, which is, again, that's that OCD, that hoarding component, right? So when I have uh, LASIK surgery, I still have these eye drops, right? Anyway, we, long story short, we do end up getting them from another pharmacy. We, we transferred the prescription to another pharmacy. but um, So both my girls have pink eye. Somehow my wife escaped it. Uh, and uh, now I have it and, uh, it's actually, I feel like it's more miserable than post-LASIK surgery somehow. I cannot, you know, I was complaining about like shards of glass or sand in the eye. Last night I literally just tapped out the girls nighttime routine. We do it. And then, and then I just go to bed. I'm just like, I'm not tired. I'm not tired, but I, I'm worthless right now. I can't do anything. My eyes need to be closed. And that's kind of how I feel today. Uh, I'm, I'm in this little pocket right now. You don't really need your eyes to podcast. You do for setup, but oh, I don't even know if I'm going to watch this game, this uh, Spain-Germany game. Um, anyway, speak, speaking of the pharmacy, also, w- w- funny thing, uh, this wasn't this time I was at the pharmacy, but but the last time I was at the pharmacy picking up some prescription, I see this guy who looks familiar, and I'm like, I look at his name tag, and I'm like, Paul, Paul, you're, you were at the checkout counter. Not only that, you were at the crab wagon this summer. Like, people were putting bushels of orders in for bushels of crabs, and now he's he's got the pharmacy jacket on. I'm just like, what's what's happening? He's like, oh yeah, you know, I um, they like to put me wherever I can be helpful here. You know, I'm like, what? Have you ever ever seen a cashier who's also like at the deli or crab wagon in this case, at the floral shop, also at the pharmacy? He's just got like giant bingo in all the different roles. What an what a remarkable individual. He's qualified as a pharmacist, and he's just like, yeah, I get tired of shit. You know, I'll, I'll do the checkout. I'll do checkout. I love the ego on that guy. He's like, just put me where I'm, put me where I'm useful. Um, it was unreal. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. Okay. Um... Okay, this is okay. This this is a. Uh, by the way, I, I don't have a guest today. I'm 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 overthinking the. Uh, I got the hundredth episode coming up, and I have not booked that guest. And I'm neurotically overthinking who should be the hundredth guest. You know who should who should it be? And uh, you know there there were two contenders. One was my mom, the mother of all episodes for number one hundred. Um, I really wanted to get, you know, my mom on the show, like in person instead of on goddamn meet. I mean, Lord knows that'll be challenging in and of itself. People in their sixties and seventies, you know, even my father-in-law is a futurist. He's been on the show twice now, you know, my own father-in-law, but my own father hasn't been on the show. I want to get a parent on, but you know, I bring up my father-in-law cause he's a futurist and he's tech savvy, but I'm saying anyone in that generation. All right. There's there's going to be a little bit of struggle, so I, I want to just get her in here, 
in person. I don't, I don't know if that's going to happen in time for episode 100. Um, so yeah. Um, well, I lost my train of thought. Uh, the, oh yeah. The other, the other guest I was thinking of was my, uh, old, uh, band teacher from high school, Mr. Al, the one and only Mr. Alex Silverbook. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get him in time for episode 100, but, um, yeah, I'm sorry guys. I'm, this one's a really, uh, I'm phoning this one in. I'm phoning this one in cause, uh, did I tell you I was suicidal several minutes ago? I'm not really suicidal. Okay. Don't want, no, no one get worried. Okay. But I just, I just want to tap out. Um, but I also, I didn't do the podcast last week. And so I'm sitting there several moments throughout the week where I'm like, can I get it in now? Can I get it? And I can't get it in. Cause again, like I said, PT, I'm a psycho. There's no free time. Um, uh, but actually, oh, oh, so here's, here's a, another, okay, another story. This is why I give myself notes, uh, so that I'm not just a goddamn pinball machine with you all. Um, so my girls do, uh, ballet and the, uh, the Silver Spring, uh, Thanksgiving Day Parade. Apparently the ballet studio says, you know, hey, by the way, classes are canceled for Thanksgiving, what I didn't get was the memo that it was actually canceled like the week before Thanksgiving because that's when the city of Silver Spring does their Thanksgiving Day Parade. And so I'm sitting there with both my girls in their leotards. Uh, by the way, on the same day that my oldest is having her birthday party and it's like, Mommy needs some space. She's cleaning. She's getting ready for the party and I'm taking the girls to, to ballet class. And then come to find out, like, the whole city, all the whole road infrastructure shut down. Fucking Georgia Avenue has, like, big, huge crane construction equipment on it to block it. You know, it's a major, major road that goes into D.C. And it's just blocked. And there's no way in to where you can park. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, girls. I'm trying to keep it together. Meanwhile, in my mind, I'm, like, punching. In my, I'm fantasizing about punching my hand through the goddamn uh, windshield. And I'm just like, yeah, it's not looking good, girls. <laughs> it's not looking good. Uh, I don't think you're going to get to ballet. And then I, but then we, you know, we turn around, we come home, and I look at the ballet calendar, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's, there's no class. So the part of me that's worried about wasting the money on the on the the missed lesson, that part gets relieved. But then I'm like, oh, you mean all this could have been avoided if we had just like known the schedule? Oh, hey, oh and then the other thing is, the other thing is, all right, let me know. What do you think about this? Okay, when when we go to ballet. We, uh, we park, we, we take the elevator up, and uh, then we're going out where the kind of downtown Silver Spring area is, and there's this dad who pretty much every week, um, he's sitting right where those elevators are. He's sitting against the, the brick wall. He's got like a bucket um, for spare change. He's begging, uh, and he's got a sign that he's like, please help, you know, dad with three kids or whatever. Uh, and meanwhile, he's watching, he's, he's probably watching the goddamn world cup on his, on his phone. You know, you hear sport. He's, he's got a screen in front of him. He's watching sports. Uh, and he's sitting there begging to help his life and his girl's life or his boys, whatever. He's, I don't know if he has sons or daughters. So dad begging for money while watching sports on his, on his phone. Okay. You tell me, all right, how many of you, you're taking your kids, you work hard, you're taking your kids to their extracurricular activities, extracurricular, I can say that word, I promise, 
and you see this guy, um, you know, he's not in a suit and tie, but he's also not, you know, the fucking hobo uh, outfit from Looney Tunes or whatever. You know, he's he's got his hooded sweatshirt on, his jeans and shoes and everything, you know. What are you thinking? Because cause I just, let me hang out in the silence here. What do you think? Do, do you give him money? What do you do? Some of you might be thinking right now, well, it depends if I've got cash on me. I'm, you know, my, I don't know. Or if you're going every week and the guy's there, you know he's going to be there. So you can, you know, bring a bring a banana for his kids or, you know. I don't know. I, part, part of me is just so, like, I, I don't know. I don't know how many dads listen to this show, but from one dad to another, I'm sitting here doing my dad thing. And he's sitting on the ground begging, watching sports on his phone. So I get all judgmental and I'm like, fucking do something else with your time instead of sitting and begging and watching sports. Right? I mean, now this part is very judgmental, obviously. And maybe also uh, like angry at the dude for not, for not, you know, living up to his potential or whatever it is. But again, this part, that's just a part of me. Of course, there's compassion for him. I have no idea what his story is. You know, we we go to church the next day, and not not just literally the next day, but I'm just saying in church, that's a community where you're like, oh, like we're gonna make bags for the homeless. You know, we're gonna like give them supplies, and we're gonna, you know, I'm at I'm at the big uh, in the hall or whatever the meeting, and they have the microphone. They're like, anyone have any ideas or thoughts want to contribute? I raise my hand, and she gives me the microphone, and I'm like, hey, by the way, like if you're if if someone who's homeless comes up to you and confronts you and there's a part of you that gets kind of scared or protective. Like, that's normal. I'm like sitting here talking to the church congregation, like normalizing the kind of tension one might feel when one is encountering someone who's homeless. And at the, in the same breath, I'm also like, but also like one of the biggest gifts you can give someone is just your eye contact, just an acknowledgement. You know, in the D.C. area, when you're getting off the beltway, there's a lot of stops and there are people begging. Some of them are selling flowers, but, you know. It's, I just, I just, I'll, I'll look and I'll just make an acknowledgement. I don't have cash. I don't have food, but I just look at them and I acknowledge them. Years ago, I, I used to just kind of, just kind of keep my eyes on the light, just waiting to go. I'm, I'm sort of playing the ignoring game, right? Where I'm just like, I'm not going to look at them, you know? (laughs) Then part of me feels guilty about all that, but I'm just saying like acknowledgement is a huge gift that, you know, just your presence just kind of saying, I'm a human, you're a human, I see you, right? It doesn't have to be anything more than that. Sometimes that is a bigger gift than a dollar bill or a five or a ten, whatever you have, right? I mean, these days, I mean, Jesus, like, I feel like cash is uh, going to go the way of the dodo, right? I mean, uh, well, I don't know, there's all sorts of stories now I'm associating to the whole, like, uh, was it SPF? What's the thing? The crypt, you know, You know what I'm talking about, that guy the cryptocurrency guy who was associated with effective altruism, who, by the way, Sam Harris, any fans of Sam Harris is trying to like do some damage control being like, just cause this asshole fucked things up. Doesn't mean effective altruism is bad. You can keep giving, you know, charitably in an effective way for some of you who don't know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. I'm not even going to look into it to explain it to you, but, uh, this is just, again, the madness of, uh, of me. I don't know. It's 19 minutes here. Uh, Spain, Germany is going to start in six minutes. Um, I don't know. I, like I said, 
this is a fucking this is a throwaway show, but I'm still gonna publish it uh, because I felt guilty about not getting the show up last week, even though two weeks ago I gave the qualifier that I might be scaling back for the rest of the year just because it's goddamn fucking busy and I'm overwhelmed. And uh, going to Jamaica also, by the way, just quick toggle there. How many people, how many personalities are in this show right now (laughs) going to Jamaica? Uh, So I think that also means I probably won't be in the studio next week. Um, Yeah, my wife's grandmother is having her 90th birthday. And um, the last time we visited her, uh, my oldest was... Uh, like what, 18 months or something? I don't even think she was two. But great-gran has not met her other granddaughter. Great, Sorry, great-granddaughter. So I'm really excited about, you know, being able to connect. We, like, got our passports renewed slash got the girls' passports updated, you know, in the nick of time. So hopefully all that goes off without a hitch. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's other like ugh, there's other news stories. I mean, when 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 we go two weeks between episodes, there's a lot that happens. You know, uh, was it Colorado Springs? Was that where the shooting was uh, in the uh, nightclub? This was like another gay nightclub where there was a shooter. This was Pulse, but without as many casualties, but still a goddamn horror show and. Uh, yeah, I don't even know why I'm associating to this. I think I'm trying to cover ground from what I would have wanted to have talked about, you know, last week. Um, and what is there to say? I mean, how many how many times have you heard me ramble on this show about shooting, like shooters, mass shooters, and uh, and with guests talking about it? Uh, you know, the society. There's there's sickness in the society. Right? There is. There is sickness in the society. And, uh, you know, from from the shooter's point of view, they might think, yeah, and that sickness is homosexuality. Or whatever. I don't even know. I don't know the details of the story. I don't know the person's MO. I just know that it's not probably not an accident. It's probably a hate crime, right? You all have probably even looked into this and been like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, so why don't you educate yourself before you ramble on your podcast about stories you know nothing about. Fair point. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. That there is a sickness in our society. We have all these shootings. Um, and, you know, I get, like, all idealistic. I had Mark Donovan on the show. We were talking about it. And, uh, you know, I'm like, how do we do How do we, You know, we're not going to solve it right now. But, like, we, what are, what's our role as therapists, you know? What do we got to do to stop, to stop uh, preventable violence? Uh, whenever I talk about this with my dad, he's always like, you know, it's in the family. And he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Like, the, you know, all these shooters, all these shooters that commit these shootings have fam. None of them are, quote, unquote, lone wolves. I mean, you know, they, there is a family. Like, what's the, the fucking Unabomber? His brother turned him in. Brother McVeigh, whatever his name was. You know, like, there, there is some connection. And so it's like, it's in the family system where we can't let people fall through the cracks. So I think maybe the message is, the inspirational message before we wrap this goddamn uh, phone-it-in version of a show here, is if you have someone in your family who you know is struggling, you know they're struggling, 
Um, I'll tell you what not to do. Don't do nothing. How about that? How about don't be a coward? You do have courage. You can actually reach out. And by the way, it's not your responsibility to prevent mass violence by, by way of like having an intervention with your family member. That's not what I'm saying. So I know this might, could be confusing. That's why they don't hire me for these messages. Okay. What I'm saying is do something to reach out to any family member or friend for that matter. Okay. If you have that, if that thing in the back of your head, you know, you, everyone's the owner of a conscience. If that thing in the back of your head is kind of knocking on or you're having dreams about it, or, you know, you're daydreaming about it. It's, it's, it's trying to wake you up. It's trying to knock on your door and say, hey, hey, numbnuts, do something here. So, so you can listen to that voice and you can turn to that friend or that family member without the agenda of trying to like solve it or fix it. None of that. No, no, no. J again, go back to the homeless interaction, the encounter, just your presence. Just reach out, call them, call them, leave a voicemail. Hey, I was thinking about you. Um... I just wanted you to know I, I, I care about you. I love you. Call me back if you can. Uh, hope, hope, hope you're doing well, right? Just some, something. Just honor that thing in your heart that cares, right? Instead of thinking about doing that and then not doing anything, right? Turning away from it and saying, ah, the World Cup is on. Let's watch, right? <laughs> um, okay. All right. Let's leave it here. Uh, 25 minutes in. Uh, should we do a promotion? Yes. Let's promote Movember. Uh, before we go, um, I, I, I wonder how much I've raised. I think I've raised exactly $0 for Movember. Um, I've got to post something on Instagram before, before the end of the month. Cause this mustache, you know, I'm getting to know it. Getting to know you. I'm getting to know my, uh, my mustache. I've never had it this long before. And uh, I'm not saying I'm going all Yo Yosemite Sam, but you know, check out, check, keep an eye on my Instagram uh, feed here, and you'll see just how long it is before I shave it off. I might post a video of my daughter shaving it too. That's always cute. Um, but yes, why did I grow a mustache? I joined Movember after a podcast guest. Actually, I think that was the last show, right? Nate Luongo, podcast guest Nate Luongo challenged me to do it, and. Uh, that challenge also came on the heels of two family members being diagnosed with prostate cancer. I lost both of my grandfathers to prostate cancer, and this cause means a lot to me. Movember is the leading charity changing the face of men's health, and this Movember, I'm joining them. Together, we can make a difference for men's health in prostate cancers, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. I'm not going to kill myself. Help me stop men dying too young, okay? Uh, there's a link in the show notes. Uh, to go donate and take care of yourselves. Um, go Team USA. And who are you rooting for with the Germ Germany and Spain match? Who, who, who's going to win that match? Um, I got a prediction here. It just uh, they, they just blew the whistle probably a minute ago. Uh, I think uh, based on exactly nothing, I'm going to go Germany. Let's go Germany. Let's go Germany. Remember when Germany uh, absolutely humiliated Team Brazil? Was that last World Cup or was that eight years ago? I can't even remember. Uh, let's go Germany and um, go donate to uh, the Movember page on the show notes. Call your friends or family if you're thinking about them and you think that they might need some support and some love, man, because fucking love heals trauma. It heals trauma and trauma fragments and disconnects from love. 
You know, it's this Frank Anderson has this great uh, this great little diagram that kind of just is this symbol that has the relationship between trauma and love and, and trauma can kind of narrow in and, and prevent you from connecting with love. And then the inverse is true in which that love can heal the trauma. And so it's no small thing to just reach out. Your love matters. It's medicine. And, you know, you, you'd be amazed at just the little bit that kind of moves the needle. And if we can all do that, maybe we will have less senseless violence and senseless loss of precious life. All right. Speaking of love, love all of you. Thanks for listening. Uh, and I'll see you next time. Take care of yourselves. The Robin Smith Show is produced by me, Robin Smith. Executive produced by Robin and Kelly Glenn Smith at Team Robley. Theme song by The Very Small. The show is engineered by one of my alters, Games Nabisco. Listeners can get in touch by calling the hotline at 301-458-0883. Messages can be sent to robinsmithshow at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow the show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Disclaimer, this podcast is for general information purposes only and does not constitute the practice of medicine, psychotherapy, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice. Note, no therapist-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information is at the listener's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnoses, or treatment. Listeners should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Mm-hmm.